And I'm here today with an awesome author for our edgy launch. We have Brittany Wolf, author of Ticking My Way Through Life. Good morning, Brittany. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great. Thanks. Doing great. Yeah. Pre-show, we were talking about how cold it is because we're actually pre-recording this. Um, and it's it's now the end of January. So, yeah. So it's very cold outside. But um, but this will be um, premiered closer to the launch. So we're super excited to have you on board as um, one of our newest EduMatch authors. So if you could please tell us a little more about yourself. Yeah, absolutely. So obviously my name is Brittany Wolf. Um, I was, my story's a little different than probably most educators that people are used to with your books. And that was because I was diagnosed with Tourette syndrome when I was seven years old. And I grew a passion from a very young age to educate everyone that I could, even as a kid, a young adult, teen, whatever it was, I took any chance that I could to talk to, about Tourette syndrome to anybody that would listen to me drone on and on about it. Um, it's a very misunderstood disorder. A lot of people think that it's just swearing and those that do swear, people think that it's funny when they see it on TV, but then when it's in real life, they no longer want to believe that. And then when it comes to education and being in the classroom as well, I, um, I struggle to think a little bit more than most people realize because I have what can be sometimes an invisible disability in the classroom. And so I would be taking, which are like the movements that my body makes from Tourette syndrome, like under my desk or trying not to take in the classroom because I didn't want to be a distraction to kids, to teachers and potentially get kicked out of the classroom, which still happens to a lot of students with Tourette syndrome and disabilities in general. Unfortunately, a lot of people think that they don't belong in the same classroom as everybody else. And they, they do. And that's one of the bigger, one of the big things that I strive for is to make sure that there's equity and inclusion in that classroom. But mostly it's just that passion about spreading threats and awareness. So these stigmas can hopefully one day finally be erased and uh, just making people understand that we're not the joke that people think we are sometimes because of how, you know, unfortunately, Hollywood and television portrays us to be. Right. Absolutely. And I have to say, when I saw your manuscript come through, I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is I, I, I fell in love with the story that you shared just because, you know, we don't often get to hear the perspective that you share, as you were saying. And this is something that we that, you know, folks need to know a lot more about. So I definitely mm -hmm. um, definitely appreciate you sharing your story with us and with our community and with uh, with educators at large. Yes, so, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. So what inspired you to write this book? Well, um, I love to write since I was a child. I It's just always been something that I've loved to do. My mom told me that <laughs> I used to copy books. Like I would read, like have one of my children's books and I would copy it into a notebook because I just loved writing like anything. Like I love the physical act of physically writing. And then I just love the emotion that you can get from somebody's words. And I have always been a person that expresses the emotions and expresses myself the 
um, express myself the best through writing. It's just always been my go-to. I have a bad day, I write about it. I'm really excited about something, I write about it because it just gets it out there. And I knew that that was the best way that I could possibly share my story. And from a young age, I'm talking probably like seven to 10 age range, I've wanted to write a book about my life with Tourette syndrome. This has been the lifelong dream of mine because I wanted to connect to people, you know, everybody learns and absorbs in a different way. And I'm hoping that those words can really absorb and really make people think about, you know, not even just Tourette syndrome, but things that make people a little bit different in general. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I know that um, that a lot of times we talk about windows and mirrors. So, you know, I love the fact that, that, um, that people will be able to better understand, but also this is this is representation for students who um, who may also have Tourette's, um, and their yes. teachers will get to know them uh, better. So, absolutely love that, love that, and I love the fact that you've been educating on this your entire life. This is that is just wonderful. You started from an early age, so yes, So you kind of touched upon this next question. Um, why is the subject matter of the book important to you? So this is important to me for a lot of different reasons, but I'll try to condense it so I don't go on too long of a tangent. Um, mostly it's because I want people to see the real side of Tourette syndrome. I want people to understand, like I said, that we're real people. We might do weird stuff with our body. Some people might say some things that sound inappropriate or whatever it might be, um, but we're real people. And just because we move a little more or talk a little more maybe doesn't make us any less competent than anybody else. We're still, we still have the opportunity to be a good student. We still have the opportunity to be a good employee. We have all these opportunities that people have these stigmas in their heads and they get nervous about sometimes to some degree, no fault of their own. You know, you, you absorb what you're around. And if we don't have representation for our disorder, like we don't very well, they have no fault to just learn that side of it. And So I want people to understand that. I want them to know the people behind Tourette's syndrome or the people behind a disability in general. And then one of the other more important, most important things for me is I want people in the Tourette's syndrome community as well to know that there are people like them. When I was a child, I knew nobody with Tourette's syndrome. I still don't really know anybody in person like face-to-face with Tourette's syndrome, but social media has opened up this giant world for me. I have this giant Tourette's syndrome community now, but when I was growing up, it felt, although I had the support there, it felt kind of lonely. And I talk about that a little bit in my book too, that I don't think a lot of people realized I felt that way because I never wanted to make anybody feel bad because I know I was so loved and I was so supported. But the question in my head still continued to circle, like, why am I the only one that does this, though? Like, why is nobody like me out there? Like, why am I, why was I picked to have this? And I do feel that I, now that I'm older, feel that I was picked to have it for more reasons than I can fathom. But I don't want anybody else to ever feel like that. Like, I want them to understand that they're not alone and there's somebody else out there with a voice fighting for not only myself, but for them. Like I want them to get what they deserve and have everything out of this life and also know that, you know, hey, I do it too. And it's okay. Yeah, totally. And that was beautiful. Everything that you just said, um, you know, just just resonated so, so much. Um, and I love the fact, like you said, that we have social media now and we have these networks of folks that we can connect with and just um, just, just really 
um, just really reach out and 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 you know learn from folks, grow with folks, be supported by folks, support folks. So yeah. I mean, this is such a such a wonderful time in history to be alive. You know, to yes. have, to have this um, to have this out there. So. That is awesome. It's the good part of social media, I always say. Yeah. It's, a, it's not a 50-50 realm. But. Absolutely. <laughs> that is so true because, you know, there there is, you know, there's definitely the pitfalls of social media, but um, there's there's those good sides as well as, yes. you, um, as you emphasized. Yeah. So who would be your target audience um, for taking my way through life? So for my audiences, I was thinking about this question a lot this week in preparation for this video. And I have um, a realm of audience because obviously every author wants everyone to be able to read their book. Right. But, <laughs> um, my audience, it's for that person that needs to learn more. So for teaching and education, it's for that teacher that might have somebody with Tourette's syndrome or just a, having something that makes them struggle a little bit more in the classroom that that teacher doesn't always pick up on. And then it's not their fault because I didn't always tell my teacher like, Hey, like I'm taking a lot. Can, can we slow down or something like that? It's for them to understand and find a way to connect to those students without also bringing it to the forefront in front of the classroom or making them feel bad about that. It's finding that connection with that student and how they can help them, whether that's behind the scenes or just those little tiny things. Like one of the biggest things one of my teachers did for me was honestly brought my mom in and asked, what can I do to make sure my classroom's like, okay for Brittany? That was, that's all he did. He asked that question and my mom and I, we still talk about it. I, I have a whole Thing, describing what that was like for me in the book, actually, like it was a huge moment for me. I want, I want that audience to understand how those little things can go so long. Like that happened when I was in a sophomore in high school years ago, and I, yeah. I still get that warm feeling inside because they did that. So it's for those teachers that maybe you don't have a student like that now, but that doesn't mean it won't happen. Like in your long teaching career, and it's for employers to know that people with disabilities are hireable, that I might move around in my seat more. Maybe I need to take a break every so often, but I can do my job and I'm good at my job and every other person will be yes. as well. It doesn't make them any less competent, like I said. And then the audience, of course, for the Tourette's syndrome community, whether you, you have Tourette's syndrome, you're a parent of somebody with Tourette's, you're a child or teenager growing up with it. I, again, it's that inclusion factor of that audience. I want to bring them into my world and let them know. Like I said, I want the audience to know that our voices, those with disabilities or with Tourette syndrome, whatever the disability might be, autism, ADD, everything that can be in the classroom, we belong there. And I want my audiences to feel that from my words, hopefully. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Your words are powerful and they definitely resonate. So um, again, kudos to you for sharing your story and being such an advocate. Um, you know, it, it really touched me, you know, when it first, uh, when, when I first uh, read it and I'm, I'm about to reread it again. Um, but, you know, I remember that, that it really struck me as such a powerful, uh, powerful testimony. Um, so I love the fact that, you know, that, pretty much everyone reading it will get something out of it, you know? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Great. So what other resources do you suggest for readers and where can they find you? So another resource that's really big in the Tretzenum community that all of those audience that is, audiences that I just mentioned can find so many resources is the Tretzenum Associ 
the Tourette Association of America, and it's Tourette.org. They have a lot of resources that goes into more depth about Tourette syndrome, you know, like the science, more scientific things that I am not under the realm. <laughs> I do a lot of advocating, but I'm not a scientist, so I only know so much in that area. But they have resources for teachers, especially so much more now after the crazy two years that everybody has been living in. <laughs> because people with people like me, they can um, that stuff can get heightened because of everything, you know, as anybody knows, stress makes everything more complicated. And I don't know a single person who has not been stressed these last two years, <laughs> so, especially in the educator realm. Like I give major kudos to everything that's going on right now. And they have so many resources. I work closely with them. I host fundraisers for them. So they are an amazing resource. I would say one of the number one resources that you could probably find information for. Um, as far as finding me, you can find me on <clears throat> pretty much all social media. Um, one tick at a time is my main like brand name, I suppose you can say. So on Twitter, uh, I have a Facebook page with one tick at a time. And then you can find me everywhere else with my name, Brittany Wolf, B-R-I-T-N-E-Y. Uh, I share not only my life with Tourette syndrome, I share so much about advocacy, but I also share those other parts of my life to once again, show everybody, you know, I'm just a regular person as well. I just happen to have Tourette syndrome. Totally, totally. And we we appreciate you sharing your story, um, sharing your 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 work with uh with all of us here at EduMatch as well as uh in the in a greater educational community. So definitely wanted to thank you again for coming on today, Brittany, and congratulations uh for your book. Um uh, we're so so super excited to get it out into the world. Uh everybody who is watching or listening, then you'll be able to find it. Um, online at Amazon, Barnes and Noble. Uh, check your other bookstores around you, and you'll also be able to find it on our um, on our Edumatch Publishing website. So, uh, if you're interested in doing a bulk order, then feel free to contact me at the uh, email address that you you either see scrolling on your screen if you're watching the video, or you if you're listening to this on the podcast. Again, thank you so much, Brittany, for coming. Hope that you have a wonderful rest of your day and uh, super excited to get this book out. Yes, that's very, very excited. I can barely contain it in my body right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> Match. You're an edge match.